This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So now Willingham here on The Fan. So Tuesday night edition of Overtime. Riding with you till 10 o'clock before we dish the rock to the JR Sport Brief Show. Coming up at 8 o'clock, David Harrison Co-host of the Locked On Commanders podcast is set to join the show. He'll give us the latest on the Burgundy and Golden. We'll ask him the same question we're asking you guys out there on the MGM National Harbor listener lines. 1-800-636-1067 is how you reach me. You can tweet at me as well at N-E-L-L underscore B-T-P. Quarterback is always the hot button topic around this area, whether or not the team is struggling or whether or not the team is doing well. Right now, winners are five out of their last six. Some would say the commanders are on a little bit of a heater right now. But for some reason, quarterback still dominating the discussion here. After Sunday's win against the Houston Texans, Ron Rivera officially named Taylor Heineke the starting quarterback moving forward. If you all are football geeks like I am, you know that leading up, to the 1 o'clock kickoff on Sunday. There were reports that came out in the morning from national NFL reporters that suggested that Ron Rivera had announced he was going to go with Taylor Heineke for the remainder of the season. Lucky for you guys, you get to hear Commander's head coach Ron Rivera on his decision to go with Taylor Heineke moving forward. We're, we're, we're gonna we're gonna go with Taylor, and um, we'll um, you know we'll work Carson back in and see where Carson is in terms of, of, of if he's ready to be the backup, and then we'll go from there. What were those conversations like? They were very good. With with Carson in particular, obviously he didn't come here to be a backup, but it, was he generally right. understanding? He was very good. He really was. What was it Taylor has shown you to lead you to this decision? Um, winning. I mean, that's that's the truth of the matter. I mean, yeah. you know, that's where we are right now. That's head coach Ron Rivera talking about his decision uh, to go with Taylor Heineke as the quarterback moving forward. And if you listen to the tone of head coach Ron Rivera when making that announcement, doesn't sound like somebody who's all in, quote unquote, with Taylor Heineke as the guy. And there was more evidence of this 
Albert Breer, who writes for the MMQB, the Sports Illustrated piece, interviewed head coach Ron Rivera and was asking them, asking him about, you know, how his team has turned it around from starting the season one and four to now being in playoff contention. And when Albert Breer asked Ron Rivera about the quarterback situation, Ron Rivera had this to say, quote, yes, Taylor's our starter. And the big thing is, it'll always be about one game at a time. This is not, oh, he's the starter for the rest of the year. No, we'll talk only one game at a time. So that really sets the scene and tells you just how Ron Rivera's feeling about the quarterback position. I gave you some of the numbers earlier on the statistical differences between Carson Wentz and Taylor Heineke. Wentz has six starts. Heineke's got five. That's one game difference for all my hearing impaired people out there. Taylor Heineke, four and one as a starter this year. Carson Wentz, two and four. The big number that is the difference maker and the decider for me, it's really two of them. The sack number, which Taylor Heineke in five games has only been sacked nine times. And Carson Wentz in one more start than Taylor Heineke was sacked a whopping 23 times. That's the big reason, right, as to why we all feel like and the coaching staff all feels like Taylor Heineke gives this offense the best chance to function. Because let's you don't have to go back too far. About six weeks ago, when Carson Wentz was the starting quarterback of this team, the last time we saw a Washington offense quarterback by Carson Wentz, it's Thursday Night Football, they were on the road, but they were taking on the Chicago Bears, one of the worst defenses in all of football. And yes, Carson Wentz was hurt. You got that. But they only scored 12 points. Clearly, clearly there is a difference in this commander's offense with Heineke and Wentz at the helm. Now, to answer the question that I pose out to you all out there, do you trust Taylor Heineke to keep Carson Wentz on the sideline? Look, no, I don't trust Taylor Heineke to keep Carson Wentz on the sideline, and here's why. Taylor Heineke, even dating back to his 15 starts last year with this group, has a propensity to turn the football over. He started five games this year for Washington. He's thrown four interceptions. He's coming off back-to-back weeks in which he hasn't thrown a touchdown pass. It's not like Taylor Heineke is setting the world on fire for this commander's offense. You want to know the big difference in this commander's offense since Taylor Heineke has taken over? They found an identity. They understand who they want to be. It's very hard to be confused about what type of team you want to be when you go out and acquire a $28 million quarterback. When you go out and pay Terry McLaurin top 10 wide receiver money. When you have a Curtis Samuel coming back healthy who you spent big money on the prior offseason. When you draft the Jahan Dotson in the first round. It's very easy to get your identity confused with each other. They came out at the beginning of this year with the mentality that we are going to push the football up and down the field. Big plays galore. A lot of yards, a lot of points. Obviously, we all know that outside of really week one against the Jacksonville Jaguars, this commander's offense under the guidance and tutelage of Carson Wentz was putrid. The numbers, the numbers don't lie. 
while Carson Wentz was the starter, this team was averaging 16 points per game. They were horrendous. Wasn't even close. The fact that he was sacked 23 times. I mean, there's multiple reasons as to why they went with Taylor Heineke. But the big question I have is how much better is Taylor Heineke than Carson Wentz? Because one thing that I've also noticed since Taylor Heineke's taken over as the starting quarterback here in Washington, the big plays are not coming at the explosive high rate that they were with Carson Wentz under center, right? Look at the yardage. Look at the yardage totals. Carson Wentz throwing for nearly 500 more yards than Taylor Heineke has. Carson Wentz has doubled Taylor Heineke in touchdown tosses. He is clearly or was clearly more productive at the quarterback position than than Taylor Heineke was. But the big difference is, the big difference is the sack numbers. Like I said, when you're playing this three yards in a cloud of dust brand of football, you can't afford to be behind the chains. And as much as Carson Wentz was being sacked, it put this offense behind the chains more than they'd like to be. It put this offense in a spot where they're in third and long, where you're now exposing the deficiencies of this offensive line. But the thing is, though, I'm of the belief that Carson Wentz may have improved while sitting on the bench behind Taylor Heineke. Because another thing that we like to conveniently forget is Carson Wentz's six starts in this offense were his first six starts in this offense. We don't know how much better Carson Wentz has gotten at the quarterback position sitting behind Taylor Heineke. We don't know that. I would like to assume and think that the worst of Carson Wentz is behind us, that only good things should be coming moving forward because it couldn't get much worse than the production you were getting during his first six starts. Clearly, though, I know this. I'm not stuck on stupid, right? Clearly, both of these guys are not good quality NFL starting quarterbacks. But guess what? Joe Namath isn't walking through that door. Kirk Cousins isn't walking through that door. Check down Alex isn't walking through that door. You are what you are at the quarterback position right now. The question is, who gives you the best chance to win? And right now, clearly, it's been Taylor Heineke. But how long, how long before Taylor Heineke's luck runs out? Because let's not act like Taylor Heineke's setting the world on fire as the starting quarterback of the Washington Commanders. Let's not act like Taylor Heineke is playing like Superman right now. There are clear flaws and holes in his game. Just like Carson Wentz. The question's got to be for Ron Rivera and this coaching staff, what are you willing to live with? I'll tell you what I'm not willing to live with. My quarterback being sacked 23 times in six starts. That's not sustainable. That's not acceptable for modern-day NFL offense. 17 points per game isn't going to cut it. But I am curious to see this. wonder what Carson Wentz would look like if the Washington Commanders had the ability to run the football 35, 40 times per contest. How much different and how much more efficient would Carson Wentz be in that role? It's all interesting, man. Ron has been very clear about this, though. This is a game-by-game decision right now at the quarterback position for the Washington Commanders. Rivera says it's a week-by-week situation. 
Do you trust Taylor Heineke to keep Carson Wentz on the sidelines, or do you think Carson Wentz starts again before the season is over? I want to hear from you guys. MGM National Harbor Listener Lines, wide open. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. You can tweet at me as well, N-E-L-L underscore BTP. It's a week-to-week situation right now for the commanders at quarterback. Taylor Heineke, 4-1 and one as a starter for the Washington Commanders. The question is simple. Do you trust Heineke to keep Wentz on the sideline? Or do you think we see number 11 before season's end? We'll take your calls next. This is The Fan. Youngest in Charge, Move, Mitt Linnell, Willingham, back with you here on this Tuesday night edition of Overtime. Coming up at about 8 o'clock, David Harrison, co-host of the Locked On Commanders podcast, set to join the show to give us his perspective on the Burgundy and Gold quarterback situation. Right now, though, I want to get the perspective of you guys. The MGM National Harbor Listener Line is full right now, but eventually it'll be wide open for you. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. The question at hand, right? Taylor Heineke, 4-1 and one in his five starts as the Washington Commanders quarterback. Ron Rivera on Sunday, officially naming him the starter moving forward. The question is, though, Ron Rivera says it's a week-to-week situation at quarterback with Taylor Heineke. Do you trust Carson, excuse me, do you trust Taylor Heineke to keep Carson Wentz on the sideline, or do you think Wentz starts again before season's end? Here's head coach Ron Rivera once again talking about his decision to name Taylor Heineke the starter moving forward. We don't need to play. We just need to play. We just need to continue to do the things that we're doing. You know, I'm not looking to pull anybody out. I'm not looking to yank anybody. What I'm looking to do is for us to continue to play well and do things that we're, the way we're supposed to. You know, this is this is not a competition as far as, you know, uh, uh, um, a um, controversy. Okay, that's, that's the last thing that's on my mind. What this is, and that's why I talk about just doing it one game at a time, staying focused at one game at a time. And the most important thing, as far as the quarterback's concerned, is Taylor will start as we start to get ready uh, to play Atlanta. Wow. I mean, not a ringing endorsement of Taylor Heineke by any stretch of the imagination. Ron Rivera has been around the National Football League for a very, very long time. He was very poignant in his decision to leave the door open in the slightest bit for Carson Wentz to return as a starter just in case Taylor Heineke reverts back to what I'm going to call his regular self. Because let's be honest, he is who he is when we talk about Taylor Heineke. We know the physical limitations that he has at the quarterback position. But we all understand the moxie and the grit and the energy that he provides this football team. There's no denying that. The question is, though, how long can he play clean enough football to where he's not hurting this team and costing them games? Because you all want to jump on the back of John Ridgeway for what happened against the Minnesota Vikings? Let's be clear. Let's be real. Taylor Heineke lost that game against the then 7-1 and Minnesota Vikings. That had nothing to do with John Ridgeway and him lining up over the center. That's loser talk. A leader... Like Taylor Heineke is, will admit to you, hey, I got to be better, right? Because like I said, it's not like he's setting the world on fire with his performances right now under center with the burgundy and gold, which leads me to believe that we're just one bad Taylor Heineke performance away from going back to Carson Wentz. 
Want to hear from you guys, though. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. Ron Rivera says it's a game-by-game situation with the Washington Commanders quarterback situation. Do you trust Taylor Heineke to keep Carson Wentz on the bench? Let's go to Dan in Springfield. What's happening? What's going on, Dan? Yeah, hey, uh, Linnell. Thanks for taking my call. Of course. Yeah, I, 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 do, I do trust him uh, to keep uh, Wentz on the, uh, the bench because Heineke offers two skills that, uh, that, that Wentz does not. One, he prolongs the plays which Wentz can't do because he gets sacked, as you stated, so much more frequently. And then two, Heineke doesn't have the ability, as Wentz does, for a quick strike, for those quick scores. And what that does is that keeps the defense on the bench so that when they do come in, they're fresh and they can dominate. That's why he's, he's got to continue to be the quarterback for this team, flaws and all. Hey, Dan, I appreciate your call, my man. I'll push back on what Dan said. Now, I understand why everyone is viewing Taylor Heineke with this skewed lens is what I'll call it, because that's what it is. Let's be real. He's got a soft spot with us in this fan base, myself included. When I say this fan base, don't ever think I'm not including myself, right? I bleed burgundy and gold. I'm the biggest Commanders fan that probably is in this station. But to sit there and ignore... The deficiencies of Taylor Heineke is irresponsible to me, man. Right? The last caller just made the point of Taylor Heineke and his ability to throw quick strikes. And then the phrase he used at the end was keep the defense rested by converting first downs. You want to know why the Washington Commanders are converting first downs in a more successful clip right now? Part of it is yes. Taylor Heineke has done a much better job avoiding pressure. Uh, in, in a way that Carson Wentz just simply can't from a physical standpoint. But the real reason why this offense has been more efficient and been able to stay on track and ahead of the chains is because this running game right now is bludgeoning people up front. It is organized, aggravated assault the way the commanders are running the football right now. I call it, I call it exotic smash mouth football. They're pulling guards. They're pulling tackles. They're lining up in unbalanced sets. They're running counter. They're running power. They're manning up and playing big boy football, and it's chewing up the clock. Go back to the Philadelphia game. And I think that's a a bad game to look at, quite frankly, because to think that they can duplicate that formula of success is, is probably wishful thinking. But it just goes to show you who they want to be. When everything's going their way, this is the style of ball that they want to play. 49 runs. 152 yards, that's 3.1 yards a pop. That means most of the night against the Philadelphia Eagles, the Washington Commanders were in third and four or less. Guess what? It's much more easy to convert third downs when that's your average distance to pick up the first. Life has been much easier for this Commanders offense because the running game is more efficient, because they've committed to the running game. And Scott Turner deserves a lot of credit for this as well. You know how much patience it takes to call 49 run plays in a game? You know how much trust you have to have in your offensive line and your backs to protect the football, to continue to get positive yardage on each and every down? It's a special thing that they're doing up front right now, which is why I've said the difference right now and when Heideke's been the starter and when Wentz has been the starter is they've officially found their offensive identity. 
with Taylor Heineke under center. 1-800-636-1067 is the number on the MGM National Harbor listener lines. Matthew is in D.C. wants to tap him. What's going on, Matthew? Do you think Taylor Heineke? Hey, youngest in charge. He keeps points on the bench. You. Appreciate it, buddy. Uh, and you need to t- you need to remind Doc Walker, who I love, that you're the young generation and you've got something to say. <laughs> Clearly, you're you're a fan of the Burgundy and Gold today, huh? Oh yeah, and you and that's <laughs> by the way that's a quote from the monkeys from his generation. So <laughs> you can throw that back at him. Um, but he's great too. Anyway, to your point about Taylor Heineke and the and the new um, uh, identity the offense has taken on. All of this actually aligns with the offensive line. Yeah. Because if you go back to the beginning of the season, the offensive line had a lot of changes going on from from week one through week four or five, right? Until we got Larson uh, and Charles and Lucas and now Trey Turner in at right guard. So we now have a much more consistent front line. And frankly, people do not – appreciate I don't think people appreciate the need for communication amongst the front five for any offensive line to be able to do their job so coming back to Taylor Heineke he is benefiting from that offensive line he's benefiting from that smash mouth I love the term you use what was it organized assault organized Um, aggravated assault (laughs) organized aggravated assault is an awesome line trademark it please and then what he has improved. This is one thing that Taylor Heineke has done. He has improved. He's thrown the ball away a couple of times where previously he would have done a YOLO ball. But what he has to stop is some of these YOLO balls that he's throwing at the, yep. particularly at the beginning of games mm-hmm. because he will yo-yo himself out of a starting job. Matthew, you couldn't have put it any better than that. I appreciate the call, my man. I want to focus on what he said at the end there. He may end up yo-yoing his way out of the job. Go back just as early as last Sunday against the Houston Texans, the first drive of the game, Taylor Heineke damn near throws an interception. Could you imagine the difference in complexion that that game takes on if Heineke turns the football over on the opening possession of the game? It's very difficult to overcome those types of mistakes when you're playing the brand of football that Washington wants to play right now. Three yards in a cloud of dust. They can't afford negative plays. They can't afford holding penalties, false starts, illegal formations. They don't have that type of margin for error. But something that the last caller also said that I'll I'll push back on. I don't think the offensive line is playing that much better with Taylor Heineke under center. I just think his mobility allows you to mask your deficiencies up front a lot better than the $28 million statue that was back there uh, in Carson Wentz. Phone line's packed right now. If you're on the line, stay there. 1-800-636-1067 is the number on the MGM National Harbor Listener Lines. You can tweet at me as well, N-E-L-L underscore BTP. I'll read a couple of tweets here before we hit the break. My man, Pap Hungerford says, Thinking about Washington's quarterback situation brings an old song to my mind. Don't rock the boat. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Just relax and let it float. My father would have said it this way. A bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. Well, I'm a little bit too young to know what that phrase means, but I think I get what you're trying to say here. Don't mess it up, right? It's working for you, right, offensively right now, but it's barely working. And I'll be on the record with saying this, and you can write it down, clip it off, post it on your Twitter, Instagram, whatever the hell you want to do. I'm of the belief we are one poor Taylor Heineke performance away from Carson Wentz being back under center. 
Well, man, J-Rob wants to tweet, you better hope we don't see 11, or that means back to losing. It's not rocket science. You're right, it's not rocket science, uh, J-Rob. I just think, man, well, look, you got two guys right now in Wentz and Heineke that are clearly not NFL starters, and you're stuck choosing between two evils. The question is simple, though. Do you think Taylor Heineke can play well enough down the stretch to keep Carson Wentz on the sidelines. More of your calls next. This is the fan. Welcome back. Lenell Willingham here with you on the fan. Coming up at the top of the hour, about 8 o'clock or so, David Harrison, co-host of the Locked On Commanders podcast, set to join us. We'll ask him his opinion on the Burgundy and Gold quarterback situation. Don't call it a controversy, though. That according to head coach, Ron Rivera, he was very, very clear in saying that this week when talking about uh, the commander's quarterback situation. It's not a controversy. Uh, If you're just tuning in, I'm about to read you all a quote from Ron Rivera, who was interviewed by national NFL reporter Albert Breer. Uh, And basically, Albert was discussing with Ron how the commanders turned their season around. We all know it. Just six weeks ago, this team sat at one and four. Everything looked like it was about to implode. But fast forward, they're six and five. Winners are five out of their last six, and they're right in the thick of the NFC playoff race. Albert Breer asked head coach Ron Rivera about the quarterback situation, and here's what Ron had to say, quote, yes, Taylor's our starter. And the big thing is, it'll always be about one game at a time. This is not, oh, he's the starter for the rest of the year. No, we'll only talk one game at a time. That's Commanders head coach Ron Rivera talking about the quarterback situation here in D.C. with national NFL reporter Albert Breer. And if you've been paying attention all show long and heard some of the sound bites that we've played and listening to that clip or listening to that piece of that, that quote from Ron, not some type of ringing endorsement for Taylor Heineke. It's not Taylor Heineke or else here at the quarterback position for Washington. And I understand the vantage point in which Ron Rivera is coming from when trying to evaluate and make this decision. John Allen was on the Sports Junkies this morning. He had a hell of a quote. He said, the locker room decides who the starting quarterback is of an NFL football team. What I think he meant by that is not literally Jonathan Williams or Percy Butler deciding who the starting quarterback is. The play of the team uh, is what John was alluding to. And if that's all you were judging by right now, then I think it would be clear and it's very understandable why Ron Rivera named Taylor Heineke the starter. There was clearly an infectious and contagious energy surrounding Taylor Heineke. We all know that. He's got a soft place in all of our hearts, including mine. Right? But at the end of the day, I don't give a damn about storybook endings. I don't give a damn about feel-good stories. I want results. Right? And right now, in his last five games, he's 4-1 and one as a starter here. He's providing you with results. He's not losing you Football games. Or is he? Take a look back at the game against the Minnesota Vikings, where he only throws for 149 yards passing. That's ridiculous, considering the fact that 49 of those yards came off of one of the most miraculous plays in NFL history. You all know what I'm talking about. The deep shot to Curtis Samuel, where the referees knocked the damn ball out of the air pretty much, and it falls in the hands of, of Curtis Samuel, and it goes for a touchdown. In that football game alone, Taylor Heineke, 15 of 28, 
149 yards, two touchdowns, and a pickle. That pickle, the interception, ends up being costly and ends up being the proverbial nail in the commander's coffin. You eliminate that performance. And right now, the Washington Commanders are sitting here at 7-4. and four. They're that close. They're that close. They can't afford, though, to have their starting quarterback play them out of football games. And in his five starts, Taylor Heineke has twice tried to do that. Look at the Green Bay game, that first half, how putrid he was, how horrendous he was. Yes, it was his first start. But you don't get a mulligan for that. I need to see consistency because we know who Taylor Heineke is. He showed us last year in 15 starts, 20 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. That's not going to cut it, especially when this defense is playing the way it is. Let's go to Craig and Woodbridge once it's happening. What's going on, Craig? You there, Craig? We're going to drop Craig. Let's try Sean and Frederick once tap in. Sean, do you think Taylor Heineke could play well enough hey, to keep Carson Wentz on the bench? I think, in my opinion, if they change quarterbacks, it'll ruin the team just for the fact that the guys play for Heineke. They, they like playing with him, and it's got them to come together. You don't see that with Carson Wentz on the field. I think it's very easy to say that, and I appreciate the call, Sean, but we're, we're eliminating and ignoring the other factors as to why this football team has been improved with Taylor Heineke under center. It's not like Taylor Heineke's got some magical horseshoe up his ass to where all of a sudden you insert him in the lineup and boom, everything works for you. Hell no. If y'all really think that, you're stuck on stupid. You know what it is. There's an energy. There's a life that he provides. He's got him. It's a spark. But how long does the spark last? To me, the spark was only at the beginning, right? Because now, now you've established a clear identity offensively. You know who you are. And Taylor Heineke, as long as he doesn't throw caution into the wind and try to throw this football team out of games, he'll be fine. But the fact of the matter is this. He is not winning football games for you right now. I think Carson Wentz, with the rocket of a right arm that he has, has that potential. I think the ceiling of this football team is higher with Carson Wentz under center. That's not me hating on Taylor Heineke. That's not me ignoring what we've seen from Taylor. The facts are the facts are the facts. Carson Wentz, statistically, was better than Taylor Heineke during his six starts earlier in the season. There is no denying that. The question is, though, how long could Taylor Heineke play clean football before he reverts back to his old ways. Paul in Southern Maryland. What's happening? What's going on, Paul? Hey, what's up, bro? Thanks for taking my call. Of course. All right. Uh, yeah, so uh, you just said that the, that the statistics are the statistics and that Wentz's statistics are better. And I have to respectfully disagree, my friend. Uh, there's only one statistic that matters, and that's wins and losses. And Heineke has wins in spades right now. Uh, Wentz, as far as I'm concerned, has played his last snap in Washington because even should the wheels fall off and Heineke not be effective as a quarterback anymore and using his loss. Now, now Paul, can I, can I stop you for a second, Paul? Because when you say yeah. not anymore, that alludes to the fact that you think he's been effective as a quarterback. The dude hasn't thrown a touchdown in two starts. What's been, okay. what's been effective I, about him at quarterback? 
what, what, like you said, he has brought a spark. Where, where does the wind come from? We don't know, but we know when it's blowing. <laughs> right. And there's an energy in, in the locker like room. Yeah, thank you. There's an energy in the locker room right now that is undeniable. I think that's what, what Jonathan Allen meant, okay? that, that, that there's a, 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 an energy that, that he's, he's galvanized the team. And uh, should, should this thing not go the way we want, should, should we be mathematically eliminated, you don't go back to Wentz. You see what you have and how. Oh, of so course. I believe oh, Wentz has played his last snap. But let me, and I appreciate the call, Paul. I agree, I 100% agree with Paul just said. If you're mathematically eliminated, you go to Sam Howell. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. I don't think I don't think Taylor Heineke's leash is going to be that long, though. Listen to Ron Rivera. Just listen to the tone in which he talks about the situation. He's not committed to him for the remainder of the season. He has been very consistent in his messaging about the quarterback position. They are going to take it one game at a time. And let's be very honest about it. We can go back and look at it and look at each of the box scores. And that doesn't always tell the story. But you all know it. Taylor Heineke started five games this season. The first game that he started against the, uh, the Green Bay Packers, he damn near tried to throw you out of that game in the first half. But he rallied. He picked himself up and got it together. All fine and dandy. The next week, on the road, against the Indianapolis Colts, Taylor Heineke did some good things. 23 of 31 279, a touchdown, but what did he do? He turned the football over. That can't happen. Especially with the style of ball that Washington's trying to play. You don't have any margin for error, right? You don't have any margin for error. Let's look at the next week against the Minnesota Vikings where he really came back down to earth. You scored 17 points. Yet, he's providing such a spark. Give me a break. 15 of 28, a buck 49, two touchdowns, and a game-clinching interception against the Minnesota Vikings. A team that at the time was 7-1. and one. one of the hottest teams in the sport. You had the chance to knock them off. Not because of Taylor Heineke, because of this defense. You all remember the 49-yard completion to Curtis Samuel, the fluke completion? You take that off a of Taylor Heineke stat sheet against Minnesota, and guess what? He threw for 100 yards in four quarters of work. But you don't want to see what Carson Wentz looks like? What has Taylor Heineke done besides win? And I know that might sound like an asinine question, right? Well, winning is the most important thing, right? Winning is all that matters. I care about winning, Yes. But it's got to be something that I feel is sustainable. If the commanders are winning and Taylor Heineke's turning the ball over twice a game and only throwing for 150 yards, guess what? His ass is going to the bench, whether you like it or not. The fact of the matter is, I disagree with the last caller. We will. If everything that we've come to learn about Taylor Heineke over the last two years plays itself out, we will 100%. See Carson Wentz again, because guess what? Taylor Heineke can't stop turning the damn ball over. He started 15 games last year. He threw 15 picks. He's got a turnover issue. And with the way this team is playing right now, and with the way this defense is playing right now, turnovers will make all this thing come crashing back down to reality. Let's go to James and Burke once that What's going on, James? 
Hey, how's it going? Thank you for taking my call. Of course. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, I don't mean to start off negative, but it's so crazy how, like, some fans really think that Taylor Heineke is, like, what he's not. It's like, and I understand, you know, he's, 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 he's gelling, you know, he, like, uh, he, he's doing his thing, like, you know, with the chemistry and, you know, bringing a great spirit to the team. But again, we got to look at those stats. Again, you mentioned Green Bay. Those first seven passes were possibly the worst passes in NFL history, you know, and like, uh, like I know you remember it because you mentioned it. Of course. But I just like think that, going back to the question, I do think that we might see Carson again. And it's so sad. I wish it was Carson from 2017 when he could move still because that's the whole world of difference. Yeah. The mobility. That's it. Like, that's it. That's all. Like, I I know this sounds crazy and a little off topic, but I kind of wish we drafted Malik Willis. Can mm. you imagine that? <laughs> yeah. Like, we just hand off the ball, and then he scrambles his first down. It's like, where would we go? But, yeah, that's off topic. But, again, I do think that Taylor Harnicki – the leash is a lot shorter because the reports did say he it was for the rest of the season, but now that it's coming back, it's like game for game. Yeah, you know. So and I that's think that's not half, that's not not on purpose, James. And I appreciate the call, buddy. Yeah, look, if you could combine Taylor Heineke and Carson Wentz and make one super quarterback, the Washington Commanders would be looked at amongst the NFL's elite teams. Straight up, the defense is playing that well. They're a quarterback away right now from elevating themselves into a territory that I haven't seen in my lifetime here. This defense, like I said, is playing at a championship level. It's all on the shoulders of the quarterback right now. Can you play efficient enough football? Can you protect? Can you not turn the football over? Can you not have negative plays on first and second down? Because I believe in the style of ball that they're playing. The three yards in a cloud of dust, it's sustainable. It works. Look at the Tennessee Titans. Off to a 7-3 start right now. One of the hottest teams in all the National Football League. What's their bread and butter? They want to punch you in the freaking face. And they don't care about style points. You think the fans in Tennessee are delusional enough to think Ryan Tannehill is the reason they're winning games? Come on, y'all. You're better than this. Let's go to... Let's go to Gus. And Herndon wants to tap me. What's going on, Gus? Hey, Linnell. You know what, um, when I look at Heineke versus Wentz, Wentz, you know, he took way too long in his dropbacks. His release is not compact. It's way too long as well. You would need Trent Williams and Brandon Scherf on that line for and Chase Rouye for Wentz to make sense. I understand. I sort of wanted Wentz to come back too. You know, we all want to see that those passes to um, McLaurin against the Titans and the Jaguars game. But he's more inconsistent than Heineke is, and Heineke's crazy inconsistent. The thing with the defense is, the defense is making sure they're the identity of the team. And to keep that identity, you got to keep paying. Heineke makes you keep paying. You keep wins, you can't afford pain next year. Oh, trust, so me. Oh, oh, trust me, Gus. I'm not. <laughs> if you think that I'm on board with bringing Carson Wentz back next year, buddy, I may be bold, brash, and young, but I'm not stupid now, Gus. So why bring him back this year? I mean, he's not. He. I think. I, I think. You, I think we still you, you don't think he's know. Perfect, you think he's gonna in in a, in a perfect situation? Yeah, Wentz is better, but this is imperfect. And in that situation, Heineke is much better. Gus, I appreciate your call. I think the big thing that we're missing in Carson Wentz's starts compared to Taylor Heineke's starts, this defense was not playing at the level that they're playing at right now. And secondly, Brian Robinson had only played one game. This running game is the reason why this offense 
I don't even want to call it respectable because it's still JV-like. The running game is the reason why this offense is moving the ball. Taylor Heineke does have a decent amount to do with it, and it's only because of what the last caller said, the mobility. Other than that, Taylor Heineke compared to Carson Wentz, they're the same guy. They're the same guy, and there's an argument to be made that this offense has a lot more upside with Carson Wentz under center. Now, I understand all the points that you all have made. Yes, Carson Wentz is not as mobile as Taylor Heineke. And ultimately, for me, that's the deciding factor on whether or not I'm who I'm starting moving forward. I'm on the record of saying Ron Rivera made the right decision to name Taylor Heineke the starter moving forward. You don't take the momentum away from this football team that they've got right now. But I tell you what, and listen very closely when I say this, under no circumstances am I going to allow Taylor Heineke to try to throw us out of football games. The first multi-interception half that Taylor Heineke has, I'm going to Carson. Straight up. Your defense is playing at a championship level right now. You're running the football. You're pounding people. You're imposing your will against all of your opponents all of a sudden. This offensive line is getting a little bit better. You found an offensive identity. You can't turn the football over and expect to win in this league. Straight up. That's my only caveat with Taylor Heineke. And I know you all are of the belief, well, as long as they're winning, it'll be fine. Let me tell you this. Choose Sunday against the Atlanta Falcons for an example. If they go out Sunday and beat the Atlanta Falcons, but Taylor Heineke throws two interceptions, if Carson Wentz is healthy, he's starting the next game. Mark my words. There's a reason why Ron Rivera is using the tone that he's using to describe this quarterback situation. He's not trying to close the door on Carson Wentz starting again because he also knows exactly who Taylor Heineke is at the quarterback position. It's a good story, but at the end of the day, I don't think it's sustainable. We got to take a quick timeout. When we come back, David Harrison, co-host of the Locked On Commanders podcast, is set to join us. We'll ask his opinion on the Burgundy and Gold quarterback situation and whether or not he thinks Taylor Heineke's level of play is sustainable moving forward. All that and more next. This is The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 